all my freelancers, designers, and creatives. This is Nathan. Welcome to another episode of Traffic Talk. Again, I'm still driving, uh, driving home on my commute, ready to answer some questions. Uh, I've been having fun with Traffic Talk lately, and uh, it always seems like I'm giving similar advice sometimes because people tend to ask the same questions over and over, but it's really not similar advice. A lot of it all flows from a shift in mentality and a shift in professionalism. When you start acting more professional and expecting more of yourself and holding yourself to a higher standard, I'm not talking about, oh, I'm better than this person, I'm more comparable than this designer, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about regardless of what anybody else is doing, you still hold yourself to a higher standard of quality and excellence, things will start getting better. What I mean by better is you'll start treating yourself as a high value designer, which in turn will not let you settle for any average client, will not let you settle for any average rate, and really would just allow you to be more functional because you have your mind set on certain goals you want to get to. If you're just trying to make whatever you can, that's a different mentality than I'm working to make 100K this year. It's not about money, but it is about value. And if you value yourself, you can't behave unprofessionally or allow others to treat you in an unprofessional manner, right? Raise the standard. Regardless of that fact, let's get to the question. So if you saw the title card, it gave a hint as to what this question might be about, but let's go a little deeper for some context just to understand what is happening with this overall project. So it says, lost a client, any organization tips? I just lost a client due to my poor organization skills. I normally give a correct timeline, but ultimately I've been juggling several projects at once and I end up missing my due dates. Does anyone have any organization tools or tips that could help me calculate my times better? So again, um, just to summarize in my own words, what's happening, uh, the person is juggling multiple projects and it's to the point to where they actually lost a client because it sounds like they might have missed deadlines and because of missing deadlines or sending an initial email or whatever it might be, they, might, they may have missed dates. So they're thinking about what tools could I put in place so I can memorize things better? What, what should I do? Now, I actually have a video on Freelance Jumpstart, the pod, this podcast, this show, and it's called the client process workflow and in the video I talk about what my process is I should even say was because I refined it a little bit more but I talked about what my process is and how I step through the client process and how that interaction normally goes when I work with clients The whole point of me bringing that up 
is to call attention to the fact that I had a process. Now, I'll be honest. In the past, I did not have a process. It was a list of things I tried to remember whenever a client was serious. So really take this to heart. If you have not written it down or your process is not written down somewhere, it doesn't exist and it's not a process. Processes have to be written down. Once you've written things down step by step, then you can ask yourself, and it should be very granular, once you have things written down step by step, then you should ask yourself, is this process set up in such a way that if I were to hire somebody, they could read the process and know exactly what to do? Now, I know I'll admit if you're working and you're solo, right, you're an independent designer or whatever it might be and you're working solo you're like what's the point i already know it but when you write it out you'll start to see maybe some steps that you don't need or maybe you'll see this is not detailed enough i need to add in some steps but that's the first thing i would recommend write out a process because if you don't have a process i can recommend different tools that exist it doesn't matter if i give you or recommend another tool if your process is not good or a solid process on its own, whatever software is not really going to help you. It'll just make you feel like you're doing something important and moving along when really you're not. So really just to get you some tools that may help you with your processes. One that I'll recommend is free. It's fairly simple. Um, one is called Trello. Trello is simply you can map out your process on different cards and then you can drag the card to different columns you can say i'm working on something uh, this is in progress these are some other things that i have to do trello is one tool and it's a tool that i've used and still use to this day sometimes with clients and sometimes with people i work with on a team another good tool is asana which is a project management tool. You can list out certain things and certain tasks. You can assign them to yourself or other people. You can set up uh, dates and deadlines when things are due. And that way you can even see a calendar view of, you might have multiple projects you're working on and you can see when are certain things due. That was Asana. Another one I'll mention that is actually a paid solution is Basecamp. Basecamp.com. Basecamp's been in the game for a long time. The project management game, that is. They've been in the game for a long time. They, they, work, pretty, they work pretty well. They always improve their tool. Basecamp is great. And Basecamp is good because you can also add your client into a workspace. And you can house all the client communication within Basecamp. But everything I just mentioned... If you don't have a process, those tools won't matter because many of those tools, they give you the platform and the layout, but it's waiting for you to enter what your process is and then turn it into a standardized template that you can apply to different clients. Again, none of these tools will work well for you if you don't have a written out process. Again, that's why I brought that up. And that's why I mentioned writing out your process is very important.
I'll admit, estimating your timeline is probably one of the most difficult things you can do in freelancing. However, I'll also say the only way you are truly going to know how long certain things take is to time yourself. So on a client project, whatever it might be, you need to time yourself for everything from research to the first draft, to the deliverable, to the revisions, to delivering the final draft, answering emails, you know, phone calls, whatever it might be. You need to time yourself for everything because you really need to know closer numbers to how long it takes you to do the work. But if you want a simple way to estimate or just, you know, guess at how much time is enough time, have a client give you something that they want you to work on. You think about it and you say, let me go think about how long this is going to take. You sit down and you say, I can finish this in a month. Double it. However long you think it's going to take, double it. So if you say, oh, I can finish that in a day, say two days. I can finish that in a week, two weeks. Oh, I can do that in like a month, two months. I can do this in six months. Now, maybe you don't need to take six months all the way to a year. You know, maybe you can say six to eight months, whatever it might be. But the reason I'm telling you this is you have to start accounting for unexpected things to happen in your client's life and in your life, right? What happens when you work with a client, you give them a timeline, but then they're late with getting you certain things. The thought may be, oh, well, the client should understand, it's late. But a lot of times when you give deadlines, this sets the expectation in the client's mind that that is when you are going to have it finished. So even if you're late, or I should say, even if the client is late in getting you certain things, they're thinking in their head, well, I can be late, but this guy can't be late. He needs to be on time. This girl can't be late. They need to be on time. I know that's not fair and that doesn't seem accurate and that is somewhat of a double standard, but I've seen that time and time again. When I tell people, I'll have that for you by Friday. If they don't give me what I need until Thursday, a lot of times they're like, you'll still have it by Friday, right? Because that's what they heard. Unless I set an expectation and tell someone, I need the, I need in the files by Monday in order to finish it by Friday. If you can't get it to me, every day you're late, I'll have to push it back a day. Unless I explicitly state that, they, they tend to hold me to whatever they heard from me. So in summary with that, whatever or however long you think it's going to take, nope, double it. Just double it because that's an example of how long it may take. Just double it. Another thing to consider 
because you mentioned that you were juggling too many projects and you need some recommendations for organizational skills. I threw out a couple of tools that may help you with project management organization. But another thing you may need to consider is raising your prices. Now I know on this show, the answer I give all the time is raise your prices. I say that all the time. I tell people to raise their prices all the time. But the reason I'm saying that is maybe you shouldn't be trying to juggle so many clients. Maybe instead of, you know, five clients, three is your maximum capacity. Maybe two is your maximum capacity because it depends on the difficulty of the work. So instead of trying to juggle clients, I would like to ask a question and maybe challenge you and say, how can you change your pricing so that even though you're not juggling multiple clients, you're still earning the same amount of money? Because chances are, if you can earn the same amount of money for half the amount of clients you have to juggle now, you'll have more time to be focused and produce better work. I don't know about you, but whenever I'm rushed and juggling things, I don't produce my best work. I've even gone as far as to tell people I already have a client, one client. Hey, Nathan, can you work with me on this project, so on and so forth? I already have a, pri I already have a client this month. Oh, when is that project done? It'll be done by the end of this month. Oh, maybe we can get together next month. Okay. Now, I'll be honest, that can be hard, that can be difficult, because someone is saying, I have money, take it. And you're saying, I'm too busy to take your money. That sounds weird. That feels weird, especially if you need the money. But I'm telling you, if you had half the amount of clients you're trying to juggle now and had the same amount of money, if not more, you'd be able to manage that better. So I would say, how can you increase your prices? Do the math. I seriously did this. I was working a day job and I thought to myself, how many clients would I need to work with to make my daytime salary? And I remember I sat down and I did the math and at the rates I was charging at the moment, it came out to about 22 clients in a year to make what I was making in my day job. And I said to myself, wow, is it realistic for me to be able to get two clients a month? That means I have to market my services, reach out to people, have phone calls, pitch services to people, even though um, they may not even take my services that I'm pitching. I have phone calls with people who don't become clients. I'd have to be on it all the time to get two clients a month. Or I'd have to set up some type of funnel that auto-generates that, whatever it might be. I'd have to do that and secure two clients a month. Is that realistic, honestly? I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes I don't feel like putting myself out there and advertising my services because I feel like I'm bragging sometimes. 
I'm just like, oh, I'm good. I got skills. They'll come to me. But no, every creative needs to learn how to market themselves. So I had to learn that too. But at the same time, is that realistic for me to go out to try to get that many clients? When I really thought about it, I don't want to juggle 22 clients in a year just to make what I'm making in my day job. That was my mentality back then. And then I had the thought, what if I doubled my prices and only had to work with, you know, 10 clients? Is it realistic for me to get, you know, one client a month? Yeah, I could do that. I can go a step further. What if instead of 10 clients, it's five? If I change my pricing to get five clients in a year, can I do that? You know, maybe one client every two months. I can do that. But it would be worth my time, and that's an issue of pricing. So again, that's why I said another way to reduce juggling so many projects is to raise your pricing so that you won't need to juggle those many clients and you can be more focused, relaxed, give a, you know, give bigger bandwidth for time because I didn't even bring up how personal stuff may happen. I remember I told somebody they wanted some branding. I said I could finish that in a week. I started on it. Halfway through the week, I got sick. I was so sick that I had a sinus headache and it made me dizzy. So when I sat down, I was so dizzy, I couldn't really do the work. And I had to call the client and tell them, I'm not going to be able to finish this. I'm sorry. I, I'm not feeling well. That's what you have to think about when you give a timeline. What if you get sick? That's why I said double it. If I had doubled it, I think that sickness had me down about two days. So if I said I can have this to you in two weeks, even if I got sick, I still would have been able to finish it. So again, more breathing room because good quality work takes time. And if somebody wants something fast, oh, how long will this take for you to do? Oh, it's going to take, you know, a month. A month? That's a long time. Okay, how fast do you want it? I want it two weeks. Okay. I can get it to you in two weeks. It'll cost this much more. Speed should increase the price. Because if you want something faster of the same level of quality, that means you're going to work a lot to get there and to make that happen. You need to be paid more for that. Somehow in our society, we've gotten used to fast food. And we've gotten used to drive throughs Matter of fact, we don't even go... I don't know if you all can tell I'm in the parking lot of a grocery store. We don't even go to the grocery store anymore. We just like order online, drive up, and they put groceries in our car. We drive off. So we've gotten used to this fast, quick service in our society. But I can definitely say this about fast food. The food is fast. doesn't necessarily mean it's nutritionally good for you. So fast serves a need but in terms of quality it's not the best and sometimes that's the case 
as creatives. Fast won't get you quality. But if you are able to be fast and keep the level of quality, that should cost more. All in all, what am I saying in this episode? You want to be more organized, write out your process. You, you can use some of the tools that I mentioned. A couple of them I mentioned have no cost. It's not about the tool. It's about your process. I get that you want a central place to keep everything so you can remain organized. But Paul Jarvis, one of the more prominent freelancers that I know, and I, I've, I've talked with him. I've taken classes that he's developed, and I'm on an online community with him. He has been running his freelance business, and his favorite thing is Google Docs. He just uses free version of Google Docs, puts everything in folders, and he stays organized. It's not the tool. It's the process. You need to write out your process. Other than that, instead of trying to juggle so much, learn to double your time. However long you think it's going to take, make it longer. And then lastly, raise your prices. If you're able to earn the same but have less clients, be a little bit more aware of your time and you'd be able to give more care and attention to those clients. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. If you like anything I had to say, give this video a thumbs up. If you're listening on the podcast, give me a review. Definitely appreciate those and it helps me generate more content or learn where I need to switch or what type of topics I need to cover. If you are looking to ask a question, I don't care how you get it to me. It can be on my website, NathanLote.com. It can be on Instagram. It can be on Twitter. Whatever it might be, write it to me. I will work it into the show, and we'll do it that way. Well, once again, thanks for checking this out, and I will catch you in the next one. See you.